Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Nick Blanchard is the founder of Zuko, which is short for Zoom and Coffee, a network that was founded thanks to the pandemic. Nick has been networking for a long time, and in fact, when he took over his father's business after his father passed away, he said that networking is what kept the business going. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Nick. Well, thank you for inviting me. I feel very, very honoured and very privileged. Thank you very much, Liz. Now, I think it's fair to say that you're all about networking, which is what we're here to talk about. But first of all, I spotted something on your LinkedIn profile yesterday that jumped out at me. So let's just talk about the fact that you're a funnel manager at the Bushy Park Run. And for anyone who doesn't know anything about Park Run, tell us why the Bushy Park Run is significant, Nick. Wow, yeah. Yes, I am, yes. I, I turned 50 long time ago, and I've known about Park Run locally to me forever one of those community events that happens, and I turned 50, my dad was a runner, I've never been a runner, not my thing at all. Turned 50, I thought, you know what, I'm overweight, new to medium exercise, so I went along, I did a couple of hundred runs, I, I dragged my son along and a friend along, it was Saturday morning, it was just such a beautiful part of my Saturday morning routine. Then I had an injury, and I became a volunteer, so I manage it now, I don't run it, I manage it. And I've got into a particular role that suits my personality down to the ground. It's a part of my routine every Saturday morning without rain or shine all year round. In fact, I once just won an award for the most appearances last year. Um, I'm there at sort of 8.45 and I do a particular role. We have over, we have between 1,000 and 2,000 runners every Saturday. And it's where it all started in 2004. So yeah, it's a fantastic community uh, event that brings together runners, walkers, and it's just Bushy Park. So what's not love? What's not to love about Bushy Park at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning? Yeah, well, I, I'm a I'm a park runner, but I haven't done my Bushy Park pilgrimage yet because I'm quite a long way from London. But I will get there one day. I, I will give you a very very warm special welcome. I shall look forward to that. So let's get back to uh, the, the networking now, then, and um, and and your background first of all, Nick. So, what was it that you that you 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 did that kind of got you into networking? I, I believe you did you'd business studies at college. What happened from there? Oh God, way too long ago. But yeah, good <laughs> idea. Yeah, business studies. A, a bit of a wasted time at college, really. Kind of, I was I was very immature mentally and physically. So I left college at nineteen. I always knew I was going to go into the family business. The family business was there, and it's really weird without going too deep for years I kidded myself that I'd uh, I knew what I wanted to do it was only later on in life I realized what I actually did I took the path of least resistance mm. okay so I just I slipped into the family business in 1979 and um, yeah I, I, my dad god rest his soul he was more of a, a bigger picture kind of man so day one he said right Nick you run it that's what I do. I, I'm good at organising running things, mm. as as has shown. Uh, so, yeah, so 79, I joined a family business. It was based in Wimbledon Park. We were a mailing house. We assembled direct mail. We had a factory full of women and machines. And we assembled direct mail. So, put simply, if you're a company with, say, 5,000 catalogues and a database of 5,000, you give it to us, we assemble it and send it out. So we, I did that for 36 years. Um, and yeah, I mean, leading on to your question, if, if I can, I can continue, if that's okay. Mm. Um, I, I was very much in production. I was not in sales, I was in production. Um, you know, the hiring and firing of people and making sure my, my clients were happy, but not in sales at all. And ooh, fifth, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, a friend of mine said, do you want to come along networking? I thought, well, 
not really. It's not my thing at all. <laughs> I mean, why would I want to network? But I did, and some something perhaps told me it must have been 16, 16 years ago, actually, thinking about it. So something something told me, Nick, do it. You're gonna need this. It's gonna be useful for you. My dad was alive. I went on networking, wore cheap suit, did a dreadful 60 seconds, stammered. <laughs> I had a I had a stammer as a child, and when you get nervous, it comes mm-hmm. back. So I stammered through that. And then gradually, I yeah, I, I enjoyed, I did, I did a thing called BRE, then I did five years at BNI. I enjoyed that. In the meantime, my father passed away quite suddenly, okay. So the man I was working with for quite a 30 years suddenly, you know, left. Mm. And I needed all this support around me, didn't I? Oh my yeah. word. I need, I need help. And i and of course I had that kind of that stand that people next to me. So I had a business support lady, you call her VA now, but she was business support in those days. And she helped me get what I needed to get. I needed to change accountants. I needed to do all kinds of things, make the business much more modern, modernize the whole business. And she was there to help me. So yeah, if I hadn't done networking when I did, I don't think I'd have survived when my dad died, when he did quite suddenly. And so yeah, so that's what it so yeah, so BRE became BNI and various other networks, and here we are now, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think that's something that people kind of don't realize when they start networking. They they go in thinking it's all about you know, making connections for their business and, and, and getting leads. But the, the support aspect is is yeah. so vital, isn't it? Oh, it's crucial, absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I lent I lent into it's weird actually because I'm thinking about this interview the last few days, thinking what, what I'm gonna say, and of course my brain is remembering things. And I remember going to that BNI first of all, and I met, I wasn't a member, and I met somebody in the room who then became one of my biggest clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. They weren't a member, I wasn't a member, but I met my big biggest client. But as I said, it was it was a support. I other than that, I don't think I got any other work at all, bits and pieces, because it's such a niche industry, okay. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go. I went along for the support. And yes, I wasn't used to working running a business by myself. I was with my dad, so I wasn't used to it. So they were the support network. And my, 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 well, she wasn't VA, but my, my support lady, she was my, she was my everything for the next eight years. I met her, I met her networking and she was, yeah, she knew everything about me, my business. And um, yeah, it, it was just such incredible yeah, support, as you say, incredible support. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you um, move to starting your, your own network up? Well, yeah, again, it's, it's kind of fate. I mean, I think I'm a, I'm very cynical when it comes to all things spirit, spiritual <laughs> and woo-woo, I believe you. But it's that <laughs> you cannot deny it happens. Um, I'd run several, I'd run several networks for other people and grown them to be very big. Um, and the pandemic happened, and the, the network I was running at the time wanted me to carry on running exactly the same. Uh, March, April, 2020. 2020 exactly the same but online and my head just wasn't right mm-hmm. we were in such shock those early days mm. what, what I did for uh, I saw myself as a Joe Wicks of the networking world because <laughs> I ran a session every Monday at 10 and every Friday at 4 no cost completely free just 20 minutes half an hour it was not networking it was a safe space to drop in and just oh my word what is happening out yeah. there yeah. Because the sole traders, I mean, the, the travel councillors, their business was overnight, was yep. gone. Just so many people were suffering. And it was such a shock. And nobody wanted to do their 60 seconds. 
Nobody wanted to do, hello, this is me, I'm an accountant. Nobody wanted to do that. They wanted to say, what is happening? What can we do? So yeah, so I did that for April, May, June, July. Um, took a rest in August and that became, and it was almost like someone, a higher power was saying, right, Nick, you've talked about running a networking company for long enough. What I'm going to do, I'm going to stop everybody from meeting. Okay. (laughs) So you've got no excuse now. So get off your backside and do it. And so, yeah, so Zuko um, was born. I don't, I, I, I live my life quite organically. I don't, I don't do too much over business thinking. Okay. And it felt right at the time. So the name, the lady came up with the name, lovely lady called Lauren Roberts. Um, she, I think she had 50 suggestions for me. I said, you've got to be joking. <laughs> you've got to be joking. So I think you had three. And Zuko was perfect for me because we were right in the middle of the pandemic. No one was meeting, but I knew that when it was over, I have to meet in person as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, networking is great and the online is brilliant, but you have to meet in person as well. And so, yeah, so Zuko, Zoom and Coffee. But yeah, so September 20, 2020, it was born. And as I've networked for, you know, 20 odd years and I've, I knew a lot of people through various networks. So yeah, slowly, slowly, um, yeah, Zuko was born. And how does Zuko work then? Obviously, yeah, it, it, what I wanted, there wasn't anything out there quite that fitted what I wanted. Mm. I wanted, I wanted low cost. I wanted supportive, collaborative. You have to have some fun. I need to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Too many networking events are too dull for words. <laughs> um, I've got ADHD, so I can't listen to a half an hour presentation by, by anyone. You know, so um, so again, organically, speed networking is all about speed online. The main meeting online has evolved, and it's a beautiful meeting. Breakout rooms, three members do three minutes, um, and then yeah, and and, and the, the meetings in, in person as well. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, certainly before the pandemic, I was going to two or three in person a week. Now I go to two or three a month. Okay, mm-hmm. so so yeah, so I've evolved to do a bit of online and and in person. So yeah, so um, yeah, so low cost, no lockout clauses, no pressure to refer because, you know, I w- I would never run down BNI. I mean, I was there for five years. I learned a lot from BNI. I've got a lot of BNI friends. I still I still go to BNI sometimes. Got a couple of chapters near me. Okay, um, but I didn't like the lockout clauses. Mm-hmm. If you know, the, if you 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 had to, you didn't have to refer to the accountant in your chapter. But if your accountant was no good. And you knew that you weren't going to refer to anything to him mm-hmm. or her, okay? So, so yeah, I, and I think business relationships. I think it's changed certainly in the fifteen years. Uh, once upon a time, B and I was the only only kid in the in the, in, in the mm-hmm. playground. Now there's thousands of us, okay? Um, and so yeah, so it, it's it's. I wanted it to be a low, low, low cost, no lockout clauses, no pressure to refer, okay? Because it's all about getting to know people. Sorry, that yeah. noise. Getting to know people, getting to like people, getting to trust people, building those proper long-term business friendships. Um, and we have no minimum membership. So if someone joins for a month and don't like it, they can leave. There's no problem. I mean, why would you lock someone in for a year? There's no mm-hmm. – nowadays, everything's so automatic. You know, it's not costing me anything. Someone yeah. comes and doesn't like it, don't want to leave – fair play no you know no problem at all um and so yeah it, it it's it's going well it's going well yeah so t- tell me about the format of your meetings what what happens at a typical zuko meeting okay certainly the in-person meetings we have not reinvented the wheel there the in-person meetings are very much as you know we have uh, open networking which is crucial open network 2025 people mingle, mingle around 
then we sit down and that moves on to the next for me the most important part of networking okay is that everybody has to be given the 60 seconds okay because mm-hmm. everybody in that room wants to make sure everybody else in that room knows what they do yeah okay now i know we're not always listening i'm aware of what happens at networking events but when you go to a networking event everybody think right i want everybody to hear my 60 seconds so open networking 60 seconds comfort break we have a 10 or 15 minute speaker one or two and it's sometimes one-to-one sometimes more open networking and that's kind of it really um there's no bells buzzers or whistles or paddles or things to make sure people sit down we have to kind of rely on people to know what 60 seconds feels mm-hmm. like um so yeah so so that's it the, the online ones um we do speed two two variety speed networking which which is great fun um Speed networking used to happen in real life. So if you mm-hmm. imagine a long table, 10 people down one side, 10 people down the other side, you talk to the person opposite you for five minutes, and someone rings a bell, and you, one side moves, so you get a new person in front of you. Now, it, in person, it just doesn't work because of the noise, the chairs, all the conversation either side of you, you hear, it just doesn't work. On Zoom, it's wonderful. Breakout room, it's just like this one-to-one so yeah so we have an hour an hour speed networking which is 10 four minute one-to-ones that's it some chat for me because i can't help myself but so mm-hmm. 10 four minute one-to-ones um I, I i save the chat and send it around so everyone puts their details in the chat and i send that around okay so you might not be speaking to everyone in the room but at least mm-hmm. everyone have your contact details but the main monthly meeting is really fascinating how it evolved because we started there were 50 people on the call everyone did their minute oh word what a torture that was <laughs> what torture okay so we've evolved so we have on the main meeting we have a four 15 minute breakout rooms of eight or nine people so 15 minutes eight or nine people someone leading it so everyone gets to do their minute and then a bit of open discussion so you get to do your minute four times and whilst everyone piles back in my room um somebody else introduces one of our members who does three minutes to the whole meeting, just three minutes. And again, they can talk about whatever they want. I, I will not impose rules. Some networks say, no, you can only inform, you can't sell, okay? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. We're here to do business, to help each other. So yeah, so they have three minutes, they can come back to the room. Everyone puts, oh, I'm still not the next breakout room. They do three minutes to the whole room, three minutes and a minute question, then off again for another 15 minute breakout rooms. So yeah, it's always kind of fast and furious. Um, but it's kind of fast paced. So yeah, so it, it works well. And I, I've got a couple, of, a couple of collaborations. I love collaborating with other, other networking people. Um, I'm, I'm very all about the collaboration. I mean, you know, it, it's weird. I mean, business a long, long time, over 40 years now. And sort of 30 years ago, you saw a competitor, you ran away from him or mm-hmm. her. Now you go towards them yeah. to say, oh my word, it's tough, isn't it? You know. So I collaborate with a couple of people. We run the UK's only fully deaf inclusive online networking. So we have BSL interpreters on each call, which is cool. So anybody out there that knows anyone hard of hearing or deaf who can't do online networking, you can now. So we do that with a guy called Phil Coley and Business Inclusive. That's great. Another guy called Phil G, all the Phils, Phil G up in the mm-hmm. north. Um, his mum used to run some amazing events. He'd come down south. And so I run with his crew. I, I do the I do the back office stuff and run the meeting. So yeah. Um, and they're both free. So um, yeah, a, lo- a lot of collaboration, a lot a, a lot of fun. I did a I did a great event recently, I had a network like a pro, which worked really well. 
Um, a lot of people still need a lot of teaching about mm -hmm. how to behave online. Yes. <laughs> and, and we did not shy away from the difficult subjects. And we covered those in four, four little, uh, four little uh, interviews. And that went well. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving the journey, loving the adventure so far, but much yeah. more to come. Yeah, no, I, I love the fact that you've got a, a deaf inclusive uh, mm. network. How, how did that come about? Again, I, kind of, you know, I think I suppose I um, this Phil probably has been running it for a year or so, but he's a busy man, and when it comes to networking and admin and organising things, that's kind of my speciality. So he said, "Look, I want to run it, but I can't do the admin side. Do you want to? Should we do it together?" happy days anything like that but it's brilliant so yeah so um i do all the admin side of things okay and kind of co-host it with phil once a month um and so yeah see one of his friends i call reg cobb who works at deaf plus so there's a connection there mm. but i think i think i think reg kind of lent into phil and said look we'd love to do something so reg supplies the interpreters and, and we provide the platform as it were yeah brilliant now obviously the the online meetings people can access from anywhere wherever they are in the world but where where do you have your in-person meetings and that's a good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick you up on that one. One. Uh, I need to be careful, okay? Because you know, not not to not to give away my rap number moment of my business, okay? Um, but I said, I, first of all, I do not understand why people give online meetings geographic names. It's nonsense. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> As you say, they they come from all over the world. So why would you call it a Teddington or something meeting? What are you saying? Only people from Teddington come to the meeting. It's bonkers. So I'll never give a geographic name to an online meeting. Um, currently, we meet in um, the in-person meeting. We're meeting Kingston, Cobham, uh, Chiswick, Harrow, Dorking, and Guildford. Um, and so, yeah, kind of mainly, mainly, mainly down the south here, but with Harrow in um, slightly northern. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of yeah. And that's yeah. Those are the six at the moment. My business model is very simple. If there's people out there who would like to open a Zuko meeting somewhere else. There's no costs, there's no franchise to buy, there's no contract to sign, nothing like that. We'll just talk about the, you know, the running of it. Um, and again, the financial business model is very simple. It's nothing to pay. And the group honchos get free membership with Zuko. Perfect. So how many members do you currently have? And about 100, I think there's about 100 uh, full members and about 40. Interesting, I, I have two tiers of membership. So the full membership is £22 a month, and that, give, that gives you all the online stuff plus access to the in-person meetings. Now, the in-person meetings, everybody pays a meeting fee when you go, even mm -hmm. the members, okay? But non-members pay double. So so £22, mm -hmm. about 100 But there are people who don't want to do any online networking. I respect them totally. They, they, I, I, I understand certain people, um, yeah, just don't get online they don't like it so they are in-person members only and they pay nine pound a month and they gain they go just to the in-person meetings again but they still they still pay an, an, an attendance fee so yeah about about sort of 100 full members about 40 odd um in-person members mm. and so who are your members what kinds of, of industries have they have they come from I would say very, very widespread. Um, not not many trades at the moment. Um, I think trades, possibly due to the pandemic, are very busy, are flat mm. out, don't need to spend time networking. The business pausing through the front door. So is a lot. I'm pleased there are a lot of women because my experience of networking historically sometimes has been very male heavy networking, and. Um, I don't like single sex networking. I, I don't like. I just just don't just don't agree with it. 
Um, so lots of women, uh, lots in the health and wellness industry, um, social media. I have accountants, I have solicitors. Um, but yeah, but, but mainly, but it's good, mainly sole traders who need to belong to something so they're not alone. Because, you know, being a sole trader is a lonely business. And now more and more of us are working online from home. Um, the the uh, the temptation just to turn your laptop on at 8 o'clock in the morning and spend all down your laptop not talking to another person until 6 at night is very tempting. Mm. It's not healthy. Okay, you've got to get out there and talk to other people because other sole traders have exactly the same problems as you. Their businesses might be different, but they have exactly the same problems as you. Finding clients, keeping clients, keeping them happy, getting money from clients, social media issues, tax issues. So, yeah, so... um. But yeah, so they're mostly sold and sold traders or, or in the sales industry or their company push them into, into the sales industry. So, yeah. So, yeah. So sole traders, lots of women, uh, health and wellness, accountants, websites, social media, but looking to grow all the time, obviously. Yeah. And so what, what do you see that the future of Zuko being? What, what, what are your plans for going forward? Again, I warned you, I don't do kind of long-term goals and stuff. <laughs> um, perhaps I should. Um, I mean, the online space, you know, it can grow and grow and grow forever. I really hope it does. I want a thousand online members, full members, absolutely. Um, and again, groups, yes, you know, some groups work better than others. Some, some are still struggling for numbers. Finding venues can be tricky sometimes, mm. post-COVID times. But yeah, my I mean my my, my long term plans are to make it ten times bigger in within ten years, hopefully. And so, if people want to come along, uh, are they able to try it out without without paying anything? Absolutely, absolutely. Again, online you can you can try the first couple of meetings online completely free of charge. Um, I am everywhere social media, LinkedIn. You can't miss me. Facebook. You can't miss me. Instagram. You can't miss me. I'm everywhere. I've even made one TikTok video. <laughs> um, so yes, definitely the, the online stuff come along free of charge. Absolutely. The in-person meetings again. Yes. Come along and pay the member rate for the first time. Absolutely. Um, before we kind of ask to join, but yeah, online absolutely try one or one or two times completely free of charge. No pressure to join. Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, we'll put the link to uh, to Zuko in, in the show notes so that people can find you. But mm -hmm. uh, thank you very much for being my guest, Nick. I've really enjoyed our conversation this morning. Well, thank you, Liz. It's been an absolute pleasure. And on for, thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.